Hey guys, welcome to the Thriving Lives podcast to our Wednesday weekly Zoom call. Tonight's call is all about Thriving Lives' newest edition, um, and that is uh, I hired Renee Hill to be a, a female trainer within TLF, and I'm super, super excited to have her on the team. I know she is as well, and we're going to get to know her and kind of her background and and what we're doing with TLF with her. Um, you know, just I, I shared this on on social media on Sunday you know, starting Thriving Lives, I never thought that I was going to get to the point of leaving teaching and doing this full-time. And I definitely, I mean, if you would ask me six months ago, hey, are you going to ever hire anybody? I would have said, definitely not. I don't want to hire anybody. Um, but um, Renee was kind of the perfect situation. You know, after leaving teaching, I had time to take on an employee if I was going to. Um, and, you know, I've always wanted a female perspective inside of TLF. You know, I have Nicole, my wife, but she's not a part of TLF. She's not a coach by any means. This is not her passion, but that's the extent of a female perspective in TLF. Um, and then me, I mean, I pride myself in being able to talk to females and, and coach them and do it all, do all the right things with that type of thing. Um, you know, understanding the female body and all that good stuff. But ultimately, I will never live it like that. And so I've always wanted to have a female within it, uh, within TLF. And Renee was just the perfect person. She uh, she got certified. I'll let her kind of share her story with it. Um, but either way, it was just perfect timing though. So I'm very, very excited to bring on Renee. It was about a six week or so process, maybe eight week or so process of like talking to my accountant and getting all the back end work ready to go. But we, we did it. We uh, put pen to paper, officially signed our contract last Friday. Um, Renee got her first client on Friday, actually, which was awesome. Um, she's been absolutely crushing it so far. So yeah. So Renee, welcome to TLF. Hi, everyone. I'm happy to be here. Where do I start? Well, uh, let's start with, you know, two years ago, did you want to be a trainer? No, I didn't okay. work out really two years ago. All right. So let, let's start there then. Give us a little bit of just like your your quick history, you know, growing up, relationship with health and fitness, kind of the same thing I would do with like a client spotlight and then get us to, you know, your 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 interest in, in fitness to the point that you want to help others? So I'd say about like two years ago, I was in a fairly big like party phase and value eating healthy or anything. I ate like a five-year-old child. Um, I never wanted vegetables, didn't like cooking anything and would just drink all the time. But I also have always had anxiety. So the combination of drinking anxiety just don't really go well together. Um, and it was like November of 2021, I would say, when I kind of started getting interested in more of like the healthier life. Um, I started taking a green supplement at that time, and I thought that was going to solve all of my world's problems um and started working out a little bit that's kind of when I first started my morning workouts um was when the time changed which was something I would always recommend um I don't really know if the time's going to change again I've heard that it's but um I got an extra hour of sleep or yeah so I woke up thinking that it was like earlier than it was and so I got up and worked out and I kind of liked it. And so I did that a few times a week um, and still just was partying a lot, though. Then it was 
February of 2022. And I, my little sister actually, and Nicole had both kind of talked to me about drinking and like it just like the curiosity of like being sober my little sister encouraged me to like give up drinking for a little bit to see if it would help my anxiety and so throughout all this kind of health and fitness journey I kind of have changed a lot of stuff at once which I wouldn't always recommend for most people um somehow it seemed to work out but um I tried to start eating healthier at that time. I started working out more consistently. I cut out alcohol. I kind of lost my social life at that time too. So I was just mainly focusing on myself and just like quieter lifestyle. Was that was um, that, was that lack of social life or stepping away from a social life more so to an extent? Uh, was that purposeful or did that just kind of come with, hey, I'm making healthier choices. So it just happened to be that you stopped prioritizing a social life. Um, I would say my friends on their party phase. And so it was harder for me to go out and do things in groups of people when I was the only one that wasn't drinking. Um, at, so I'm 26 right now. So this was all um, when I was 24-ish, 25. Um, so as a 24-year-old, it was kind of difficult to step away from that um and thankfully I had a lot of like resources on TikTok where I could like learn things about not drinking or just kind of random things to do Um, and so at that time I wanted to like pour myself into other things and so um the entire goal was to fix and to help my mental health so along with the not drinking I wanted to add in the fitness to learn something like to see if that would help my anxiety. Um, so I started working out a few times a week, just doing, I think I would do like 20 minutes on the treadmill, like on and off running and walking. And then I did probably 10 minutes of like just squats, good mornings and like some lunges. That's all I did. I didn't really know what I was doing whatsoever. Um, and that lasted probably from, middle November to I would say like March or so um and around that same time I had lost probably 15 20 pounds um partly from just slightly eating better like I had started doing hello fresh um the meal service to figure out how to cook and eat better um and and then I think the not drinking also played some role in my losing weight. And then I was also very stressed at that time when I had stopped drinking and just like during some of that phase. So I think that contributed as well. Um, but overall, I made those changes. And then I started... Where are you, where are you at on the timeline right now then? This is probably going into April of 2022. So from, um, from around like November, December cool. of 2021 to February, March or so, I'd lost probably 10 to 15 pounds and then probably another 10 from like April to May when I started 
doing random weights at my apartment gym. Um, I had no idea what I was doing. Literally no idea. I would go to the gym at 530 in the morning. And if there was someone else in the gym, I would be terrified. I wouldn't want to go in the weight section. Um, And that was very nerve wracking. So I get the social anxiety, the gym anxiety. It's all real. Um, I have videos of myself in that gym doing like lap pull downs and they're just atrocious looking. How did um, you, you get over that though? Sure. I mean, speak on that for a second, because that is something that, you know, a, a lot of clients come to, to, to thriving lives. Um, they're not super experienced in the gym. They know the basics if that sometimes. And then just that, that gym intimidation factor, you know, even if you're going to even somewhere like planet fitness, which is like made and, preach to be, you know, for, for beginners and, and things of that nature. Still, if you don't know what you're doing, you still feel like everybody's kind of looking at you and judging you and stuff like that. So how did you overcome that, that fear or that thought or that anxiety or whatever, or did you just say, screw it, I'm going to do it anyway? Um, honestly, I wouldn't say it's anything I overcame at that time. I think I was, I strategically was there early enough in the morning to where it was only. So you just planned around it. Yeah. I mean, like I was already going early in the morning, so yeah. that was already, like the routine, but, um, yeah, I just, I was very self-conscious. It wouldn't make me stop what I was doing. Um, but I definitely was more reserved to like, look at my phone. If I wanted to like, look at a video, I wanted to take a picture of myself. Um, I definitely was a lot more reserved, but something I did do that I loved was I took a picture every time I went to the gym and I think that helped me a lot because I, like had pictures of all my progress yeah. and I didn't even know that I was, that this life was going to come about. I had no idea. I just was taking pictures of the gym and it was just a kind of a thing for me. Like I got up and I went to the gym and I took my picture and then I worked out. Um, and so that was something that was really helpful That's pretty because cool. it kind of held me accountable as well. Yeah. Um, so what kept you going during that time? Because even even then, even though you were going, you, you still didn't exactly feel comfortable in the gym and things like that. So, you know, a lot of people, number one, that's a big win just to even get to the gym when they're already feeling uncomfortable with it. But you continue showing up, maybe not day after day, but like week after week, you were there consistently. So how did you keep that going? What kept you going? What was your, your motivation? And did you have that motivation every day or did that ebb and flow? And on the days you didn't have it, why, how did you show up? Yeah. So it took a while to get that motivation. I would say, um, especially in the mornings I would fight if I wanted to stay in and sleep or if I wanted to go to the gym and eventually just like getting myself up and going those times I eventually saw in my day-to-day life that I felt better genuinely throughout the day. If I'd gotten up and worked out, um, now to that same extent, it also became a little bit unhealthy to where if I didn't wake up and go to the gym, felt kind of like shit so that's a very kind of like fine line that I have I'm just now getting a lot better at it um I think let me let me pause you there I think that and I don't necessarily think that's that that has to happen for it to become a lifestyle and you to become addicted with it but I do think that's something that we should all strive for is you just keep going and keep going and keep going until you get to the point where you're like I fucking hate missing a day I don't like how I feel when I have an off day um, now, can that get unhealthy? Of course it can. But especially when you're like part of Thriving Lives, 
you have that coach and accountability with it. So then I'm there to kind of make sure that, or you're there in this situation now as well, that once we see that kind of taking hold, that's great because now we have overcome the hardest part and that we've made this a part of our life, which is great. And honestly, we should want to move our bodies in some way, shape or form most days, maybe not every single day, but most days with it. Um, now we don't want it to be unhealthy where, oh, if I'm not in the gym, I'm in a horrible, wretched mood. And honestly, growing up, that's kind of where I was like in my late teens and early twenties, if I wasn't in the gym, mine was always a fear of like getting smaller. Um, but I, I do think that that's a big thing though, is that we have to go, we have to keep doing this shit until it just becomes what we really, really crave and what we want to get out of our days. And then it's easier to pull back then than it is to start with kind of that, Oh, like I'm going to crush it three days a week, but then, but then, you know, be okay with the other off days. Yeah. So I definitely, it definitely took time. And I would say part of it was a little fearful on, okay, I had lost and I didn't want to gain it back because I had finally had confidence for once in my life, which was huge for me. Um, and I just eventually gen- genuinely started loving my like slower day-to-day life of working out and doing things that didn't revolve around going out, getting drunk until 2 a.m. and then waking up hungover the entire next day and just wasting my life away that way. Um, and so I think I just saw between like constantly showing up at the gym, watching it change my body is something that was so cool because it was something that I did and no one else helped me do that. So it's very much a sense of independence um, for me because yeah. it was just something that I got to do for myself and I carved out that time. Um, and then I started kind of adding in more um, of the healthier eating as well. Um, to kind of hand with that. So that's where I would say I'll go back to my timeline. Um, there's kind of a lot, like I said, I changed a lot at once and back to the timeline of April ish was when I started doing just random like weights at the gym, apartment gym. Um, and then around that same time from February to May, I would say I had really bad gut health. Um, I noticed I would just get insanely bloated, like to the point where I'd lost this weight, but I, so I'd saw like a smaller number on the scale, but then I would self like midday or in the evening. And I literally would look, I was pregnant and I didn't understand like what was going on. I would get sharp shooting stomach pains um, and just on and off constipated bloating and had no idea what was going on with me. Were you experiencing so, when you were like in your parting phase and not working out and not yeah. eating? So you didn't feel any of that. So this just might have been just like, it really had, to, it, it just happened. It just finally. It just literally out of nowhere. I don't yeah. know where it showed up. Yeah. Um, It showed up at, I would say probably like the tail end of my partying phase. So like January, February was when it started showing up. Yeah. I had COVID in January of 2022. Um, and yeah, showing up a little bit after that, um, which was tough because I didn't know what was going to make my stomach hurt, but it seemed like, so I, at that time I kind of started keeping like a log of what made my stomach hurt. I wasn't like super particular on the log. I just added stuff in it randomly. If I know, if I remembered to add it, add to it. Um, so yeah, I just would get sharp, pain 
terrible. Um, so I lived with that for a little while and then but still kept working out because again, I would wake up skinny and be fine. And then middle of the day, just feel like shit. Yeah. Um, so eventually in May, I went to my doctor to get, um, like just for a physical and we did some allergy testing and they came up that I was allergic to wheat and peanuts and a few other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't really give me much guidance. I asked them, I was like, Hey, am I supposed to cut these foods out? Cause like my wheat allergy is like 0.13%, which is bizarre to me because I, I know the second I have wheat. You're awful after you have wheat. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't, like, I cannot have it. I can't have it at all. And so, um, it's very strange how fast the allergy progressed. I feel like, um, so at that time I'm a very, because of my anxiety as well, I'm a very like detailed person. I know when something is off. Um, so I would try foods and then cut them out. Um, and so I've cut out multiple foods since then. Um, and also just kind of started researching healthier foods. Um, so at that time I started enjoying like going to the grocery store and finding these random recipes to try. Um, but I hated vegetables, which I still (laughs) don't love a ton. Um, I'm getting better, but I really used to eat only mac and cheese, pizza, spaghetti, chicken nuggets. Like that was like Nicole all of her life until we started getting serious. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was pretty bad. So I completely had to change everything. Um, which was very difficult. So the, the biggest driving factor to you of main, main having maintained that chain or these change, all these changes collectively is just because, you knew how much better you felt over the long, like just on a day-to-day basis, you just felt better when you were, you were fueling your body correctly and you were giving your body the love and, and attention that it deserved in all these different realms. Is that, mm-hmm. is that the biggest reason? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that's the main factor. Yeah. Um, of course there was still like the, the small part of me that was terrified to gain weight back I never really trusted that I would keep it off I was always scared to like yeah like I wouldn't I'd probably lost 20 pounds and I still wouldn't get rid of my old jeans because I was afraid that what if one day them back um and so I didn't trust myself that I would sustain this healthier lifestyle um which working on that guy in therapy um (laughs) so um that's was a big thing but yeah just genuinely day to day I felt so much better um and that was so that was summer when I started doing mainly gluten-free and then I got a membership at lifetime in September 2022 and at that time I um got a personal trainer there for three months, which was kind of when I, I still didn't think I would ever be a personal trainer, but I loved the fact that I hired a personal trainer because I, it just changed my workout game completely. Like I went from not knowing, really know what I was doing or from learning from TikTok to 
actually having a split set up for me before that I would just work out full body weights every single day. Yeah. Um, and so then he made a split for me to do and we trained once a week together for three months, which is really cool because I got the newbie muscle gains at that point. Um, which I'm learning is a thing because I feel like it was much easier to gain when you're just starting to gain muscle, but then when you've been doing it for a while, it's not as quick. Nope. Um, <laughs> so that was from September to November. At that time, I'd also dropped a lot of weight and gone through a really depressive phase. And so bad time in my life, but I kept going to the gym that was, again, just the one thing I could always show up and do for myself. Um, I did take a week off of the gym, and that was beneficial um, at that time. And when you were when you were, feeling, when you were kind of going through that de- depressive state, um, and I mean, I'm sure, like, maybe not paralyzed, but like, just that, just that, that depressive feeling with it, did that make it harder for you to go to the gym or was your gym like the only thing you look forward to? Or was that also something like, I don't really want to do this, but you just knew you wouldn't feel better. How, how, how did your mind kind of handle all that? Um, the gym was the only thing I looked forward to. Honestly, I wouldn't really say that I, I, I think I maybe felt a little bit better during, but it's all the issues like were still there. So, yeah. But for me, moving my body was the one thing that I knew would help me. Yeah. Um, because I built that for so long every day, I just showed up for myself. And so how do when you, I need myself for the most, hmm? sorry to cut you off. How do you think your mental game, your, you know, uh, depression and things like that, how, how would that have been affected if you had said, if, if you had not kept working out, like if you would have just let it drop during that really, really tough time. Do you think that you would have gotten back to this point uh, as fast as you did maybe, or yeah so i think about that often because you always see these people say oh like if you work out and eat healthy your anxiety and depression is gonna like like everyone says anxiety and depression is caused by like not working out not eating right and for me i believe that to an extent and it also makes me wonder like okay well how much worse would my anxiety and depression be if i didn't work out if i didn't eat healthy if i didn't drink enough water if i did on all these little things um i definitely am thankful for that that i didn't fall off um especially with my eating and my allergies i don't really have an option to eat poorly um but because of all that like during the depression i think it was so much heavier in my life because i didn't drink i wasn't running off partying and ignoring what was going on in my life um, instead I was just focused on what was going on. Um, but yeah, you the gym was definitely my use, happy place. You couldn't use bad food or alcohol to suppress mm-hmm. that, th- those bad feelings, which is what most people have the, I don't even want to say luxury of doing, but they have the luxury of being able to eat whatever they want or to drink and things like mm-hmm. that. And this, these, those were two things that weren't really options for you. So it was like, well, I guess I got to deal with this shit then, which was the best thing <laughs> for you. I think is kind of what you were getting to. Yes. Yeah. That was the crazy thing was that like, 
doing all these little tiny steps I made the year prior to this of cutting out drinking. And so at that time I had started drinking like occasionally, um, just randomly, um, maybe once every three months or so I would have special occasions, like, like, like things, yeah, special occasions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I forgot what I was going to say, but setting myself up with those things made me be able to handle this depressive state so much more than I think I would have in the past. Um, and so that all happened. And then it was January or February, honestly, maybe late February of 2023. And one of my coworkers had sent me a text and she was like, don't say no because I can't do it. But what would you say about like being my personal trainer? I feel like you have a decent amount of knowledge and I want to, to get into working out. And I was like, uh, I mean, okay, yeah, work out. Like I had a personal trainer, so I know form and such, but I don't really know if I'm qualified to do this, but whatever. At that time again, just helping I drastically what is it you you just you just an opportunity to help out a friend. Yeah, and I drastically needed something to shift my mindset off of my severely depressed thoughts. Um so it kind of both of us um I got to spend my time learning about something um and at that time I just was googling stuff on how to train someone or like what calories to put someone out that wants to lose weight things like that and I was like okay why don't I do this for real like why don't I actually get certified so I signed up for NASM CPT and that's where I'm at then I did that and Ironically enough, when I started thinking about it, I so I'm friends with Nicole, Marcus's wife. And before Nicole and I had ever even talked, I was just talking to my mom in the kitchen. And I was like, I don't know, might be kind of cool, like if Marcus ever like needs someone someday. But I didn't want to say that to Nicole to like ever like look like I was being pushy or anything. But then Nicole and I got dinner once, and she was like, you know what? Like I've actually been thinking like Marcus eventually like wants to like hire someone like I don't know where he's at right now but like maybe one day it could be you or I don't know so it's just wild to me that Nicole had the same thought without even like talking to each other first um so then I reached out to Marcus when I was studying just for some advice and Rose. You there, you there, Renee? Yeah. Did I cut off? Yeah, you cut off like the last 10 seconds. Oh. Yeah. Um, what I- <laughs> you, 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 you reached out to me when you were like taking, getting, getting certified. Oh. Yeah. I reached out to you just for some advice. Yeah. Um, and then we got to talking and here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Then we, then we sat down for, for a meeting, just kind of talk about your in person training goals and aspirations and then at that point i was like you know i could see a path to to adding you on to thriving lives um and yeah and now we're here and so the the way that i uh and welcome i'm super happy you're here 
Um, what, what's been awesome with Renee so far is, you know, we work together on Fridays and she's like a sponge and super just invested into learning every little aspect of, of the business and how to coach people and all that good stuff. So it's been a lot of fun. It's uh, I think that the the most fun aspect of it is getting to see like the uh, getting to kind of relive those early days of thriving lives when I was just doing it like out of my um, uh, college bedroom um, at our, at our house up in Northwest. So, so it, it's cool to kind of see that, you know, you get in a hire, you're, or you getting hired, uh, with, with, or you signing on your first client. Um, that was really cool to get to see. And just all the little milestones that you've already kind of accomplished, but then obviously, um, as that you can continue kind of adding that up. Um, it's been really fun to get to see so far. So really what I see, uh, Renee, what I see you doing with Thriving Lives Fitness is for everybody that's on the call or listening in, um, you know, number one with, with other clients that are already part of Thriving Lives, um, she's just going to be another female perspective, you know, another person to help out with motivation, help out with recipes, helping out with uh, just a different perspective. Again, I said this earlier on in the call, you know, having that female perspective um, with just life experiences as a female versus me as a, as a male coach with it. Um, so I'm really, really excited to add that um, value to it all. And then, you know, her clients as well will be as a part of driving lives, just like all of you guys are. So um, you'll see her welcoming on new clients and her, you know, being, being active on the community groups and all that good stuff. And so I don't know what that'll look like um, long-term in terms of like what else she'll be doing within TLF, but I'm very, very excited to have you here though. And uh, yeah, so, you know, she'll be like any, any, any of my ladies in the female groups um, in the ladies club um, community group, you know, she'll be in there active as well with that. Um, the great thing is, you know, I have my own um, things that I've battled with health and fitness over the years and things like that. But Renee obviously has her own bouts of it. You know um, I've dealt a little bit with anxiety, but never really, I want to ever really say I've been depressed, which I'm very fortunate to, to have the situation of, you know, digestion, I went through a couple of different digestion issues and stuff like that, but, you know, being gluten-free is something that I haven't had to live. And so having another set of eyes and, and experiences here that has done that, you know, will only add value to everything we're doing here with TLF. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think it is, for me, I think it's always really helpful to have someone that relate to. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it is just kind of encouraging when you see someone that's gone through that similar stuff or... Um, like I'm very curious about my body in general. I just everything about it. And I want to know, I think that empowers me. So I sleep, track my cycle, just little tiny things where I feel like I've noticed such differences in my life as a female that I think if more women knew about, I think they could also benefit from it. And that's where I got my main drive to want to be a personal trainer was because I want to be able to experience the benefits that I've gotten through um and see and I think a lot of females have issues and they don't talk about them or they just think it's normal um and so I just love the idea of normalizing it yeah I I, I 100% agree with that I think that's awesome I think that you you know what, what's your your driving forces and your your own journey and in your coaching journey and stuff like that are all um you know, very well intentioned and, and your heart's in the right place, your mind's in the right place. So you'll, you'll do amazing. Um, I'm very, very excited for your future with thriving lives. Um, everybody that's on the call right now, do you guys have any, you don't have to, but do you have any questions or comments you want to throw at Renee real quick? Again, no worries if not. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking, looking forward to it. Um, well, cool guys. 
Renee, you got anything else you want to add right now? Thanks for sharing your whole story. Um, I know it's kind of a jumble of a story. It's all right though. I mean, I feel like that's everybody can relate to that. You know, there's no, again, like whenever we're talking about progress and anybody's journey, there's no like perfect trend line, you know, up or down. Like if we're trying to lose weight or we're trying to gain weight, we're trying to just progress in life anyway. It's never a perfect trend line. There's always, you know, two steps forward, one step back. And, and the cool thing is, is you did all of that on your own. I mean, you you had the personal trainer for the, for the couple months, but all the other stuff, you know, learning the the ins and outs of, of nutrition and things like that, like that, that's tough to do. It's tough to be really digital, diligent with that. Most people just say, well, this is just my body and, and whatever. And they just accept whatever's going on. And, you know, I'm a huge advocate for whatever's going on with my body or whatever the case is, there's always a solution with it. Um, so I love that you sought that out for yourself. Um you guys ever do TLF scheduled jogs or bring bikes to a trail somewhere or anything? Krista, I love that you asked that question. I've literally thought about that as well. Um, because again, like I think I something about it too. Like community events. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you mentioned it. Cause yeah, we did it like a TLF lift party at Body Shop last uh last fall, which I want to get back to doing that stuff. Now it's baby coming in the next couple of months. I don't know what the, the rest of my life looks like, but I would love to get to do that type of stuff. You know, um, uh, I always talk about, you know, going to Shawnee Mission Trail and, and going on hikes and runs and stuff like that. But I think that would be awesome, Krista. Um, again, like it's very easy to kind of get into, hey, we should go to the gym. Hey, we should go to the gym, 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 gym. Like the gym is awesome, but like I love busting out of the gym. I love a nature workout. I love just being active and whatever the ways are. Um, you know, when we're talking about body composition, building muscle, losing fat, stuff like that, like, yeah, the gym is where you're going to be able to carve it, you know, carve out your body that you really want with it. But ultimately, you know, we can burn calories doing whatever, you know, uh, getting out in the sun, getting out in nature is a great way to go be active. So I love the idea of doing something of that nature, Krista. So my answer is yes. I'm sure Renee would agree with that as well. Oh yeah. I, I love it. I, yeah, I think that's a great thing too, of kind of like the gym journey where, you can get in this mindset of, oh, I have to go to the gym. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you can go on a walk. And I love going on walks, listening to podcasts. Um, the time go by and then you kind of realize like once you've been walking for a little bit, you're like, oh, I don't want to stop walking. Even yeah. the first like 20 minutes may suck. But after that, you realize you can just keep going and going. And That's why my people who, who show up to the gym, I always recommend, you know, just commit to a 10 minute walk every day because regardless of the time of a year, whether it's negative 10 or it's 110, like you can go walk on those days for 10 minutes and all the days in between that are nicer. Like right now, if you go on a 10 minute walk, chances are you're probably going to turn that into a 20 to 50 minute walk. Um, so yeah, I think that's awesome. You're going to walk outside in the negative weather. Possibly. I'm just, you can, huh. if, if you want to be really committed to something like, you know, my thing has always been like reading, and I've always kind of fallen off because it's never been something I really care to be super, super committed to. I I, I can learn all these other ways too, but, uh, but no, like just doing something small, that's very attainable every single day. Like, you know, if I said, Hey, you have to go do an hour long workout at the gym every single day, not every day you're going to have that chance. But even if you got a busy life, kids, dog, whatever the case is, a 10 minute walk can always be an easy check mark type of win. Um, so yeah, you could do that gonna catch me outside in the cold weather i mean i'm not going to but i also have have the love of going to the gym i'm always going to be active but if you need it kind of like you you know starting back with what you said though you know i'm sure there was a lot of days the very beginning where you're like i'm unsure of myself at the gym i don't know what i'm doing and you had all these different you know 
they could have been excuses. They could have been reasons why you didn't go to the gym, but you said, I need to, I need to get myself there. Um, and then, oh, yeah, I mean, it sucked at first. Yeah. But I yeah, do. So I'm, I'm, sure you didn't look, time. I'm sure you didn't look forward to 5.30 a.m. workouts. And I'm sure there's a lot of days, like you said, that you're just laying there. You're like, I don't want to go to the fucking gym right now. But the only reason why. Yeah, no, it took me day, a long time to build it. It took a lot of patience. Oh, 100%. So um, if one more question on when you were kind of going through those initial stages, because I think that's, that's something that will speak to a lot of people during those first, you know, a couple of months before it really became habitual, before it became, oh, I'm mad because I didn't work out today. Uh, mm-hmm. How many days did you miss because you didn't, you just didn't want to go that day? Did you just say, I'm not going to go today? Um, so I would say I first started working out probably three days a week, oh. um, in the mornings and then I slowly progressed to then four, then five. But again, at that time, it was like I'd spent a long time in the like three days a week zone, yep. um, learning. Like, it, honestly, it just you have to go through the shitty phases of not wanting to go until you can get that intrinsic motivation. And if you're like, you have to have some extrinsic motivation at first to get you to the gym and mine was okay i lost a little bit of weight or i want to look better i want more confidence yeah um here losing you again you're breaking up seeing that payoff was when i got that intrinsic motivation and now it was okay i would love to stay in bed under my covers and be warm but no i'm going to not feel good when I wake up and then I'm rushed to go to work. So like having that time for myself in the morning yeah. allowed me to be better during the day because I wasn't rushing around in the morning and then having to go show up at work. Um, yeah. And so it takes a long time. It really does. You're going to have to be patient. And that's the thing. Not everyone though is going to fall in love and that's fine. Not everyone's going to cut out alcohol like I did. Not everyone's going to be gluten-free. And so Find something that you enjoy. And that's where I think time will only tell what is that, what is it that you love about bettering yourself? Yeah. Yeah. That's well said. I'm excited to have you on these zoom calls as well, moving forward as well, and kind of hear your insight that way. I'm not just rambling and everybody that's on the zoom call. I'm sure you guys will all appreciate that as well. Um, well, good stuff, Renee, again, welcome to TLF and, you know, thanks for, for sharing your, your story and all the vulnerability vulnerabilities with it uh, <laughs> but um yeah if you don't have anything else i don't have anything else for you either um renee i'll see you on friday everybody else check in day tomorrow get that stuff in and yeah welcome again nice to meet everyone <laughs> all right see y'all